We've got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all of our kids. Body positivity is the idea that all bodies are good bodies. Things can still hurt online if you talk to someone um, in a negative way. Um, you may not know exactly how you're hurting that person if you talk about them. Words can hurt. Let's, let's, uh, let's all stop doing that. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. In this dark time of political correctness and safe zones, one man stands in the shadows with a microphone and a slew of unpopular opinions. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Backed by an unknown podcast, he tackles the topics that question the current social norm. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud-laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Ripples. It's you have a differing opinion than the current rising majority, so therefore you're a piece of shit and go fuck yourself and go die. Your toes on the trigger, and he's here to help you keep from pulling it. Welcome everybody to the Toe on the Trigger podcast, episode 090. I'm your host, Daniel Ripples, and with me once again... In the Toe on the Trigger studio. You may love her. You may hate her. But regardless, she's here. The Courtney 3000. How you doing today, Courtney? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing all right. Great. Yeah. Do you like me? I have you here, don't I? That's true. I mean, it's mostly a convenience, but I do I do enjoy. <laughs> I do enjoy you. Good. I don't see why anybody would not, but it's okay. You're quite fetching. Thank you. I think so, too. So we were talking before the show, and I... I told you that there are certain people that don't really care for your brand of living. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I mentioned that maybe it'd be a good idea to have them give their input via email, phone call, tweet if they want. I don't care. And tell me what their thoughts are. I could gather them all up, put them in a nice little basket. Mm-hmm. And we can just have a... Let's roast Courtney and have her defend herself episode. Sounds like a great time. Yeah? No. But I do want to do it. You you really want to? I do. You think you might learn something about yourself? Yeah, maybe it'll just help me out. And I You're won't. not going to change. You don't think? No. You'll be like, fuck these people. I'm fine. I'm perfect. Would you even want me to, though? What, change? Yeah. Probably not. I don't think I would either. But we'll see. Maybe there's some feedback. Maybe if they could be like slightly nice, you know? Just not so mean. Well, that's the thing is, okay, so if they do it, then they have to expect that you're probably going to get defensive and be bitchy back. Yeah. The only thing I want you to promise, and I said this before the show, is that you're not just going to like wander off and be like, fuck this show then. People don't like me, go fuck themselves. I promise. Because I do, like, I do need you around. Well, that's sweet. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's so much easier than just booking people all the time. You live right fucking down in town. I thought it was because of my winning personality, but okay. I mean, you know, there's that. All right, we'll see. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. All right. If you guys want to, <laughs> if you guys want to roast Courtney and uh, tell her how you feel, you can call the Toe on the Trigger hotline at T O E five four six T O T T. That's eight six three five four six eighty six eighty eight. Or you can send an email to Toe on the Trigger at Take a Shot at Toe on the Trigger dot com. Or just go to Toe on the Trigger dot com and hit the Take a Shot button. Mm-hmm. Or Facebook, Twitter, 
at toe on the trigger. Any of those things. Make it as public as you want. Just just bash the fuck out of her. I'll save him. I'll screenshot him. Sounds like so much fun. Yeah, I'm having way too much fun with this, huh? I think so. Yeah, I'm kind of hard. I feel like if any of you have any opinions on Daniel, yeah, you, you know what? Should that, also. Well, you know what? There's another podcaster who made it very clear what his opinions were about me, and you know, I think I let it roll off my back quite well. It didn't hurt your feelings. Uh, you know what? Actually, I, I've talked about this a couple times, and I hate talking about it because I don't know if he actually listens, and I know that every time, like he's mentioned. His little like three inch dick gets like super hard mm-hmm. every time. So I mean, I guess if I can give another man a boner, like fucking score, Sweet. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, but he said, and okay, so I'm gonna say the points that were pretty right on from just listening to one episode, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna go to the points that he would, the one point he was completely wrong on. Okay. He said that my life is void of purpose and meaning, mm-hmm. and it's not too far off from the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said something else, kind of true. He said it was like a fat, ugly fuck. I mean. I'm I'm like an overweight, handsome, ugly fuck, <laughs> handsome mish, like average to like slightly below. You're like a six. And then I have like, well, thank you. I'm a I'm a Michigan seven though. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Michigan seven and a California four. I realized that when I went to Michigan recently. I, I would say more like a California five. Oh well, that's very sweet of you. But I like chubby guys. Oh okay. So well, that's you, you know that that's works out. Thing. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, I think when I kind of clean up a little bit, when I like comb my hair and I like dress a little nicer, I probably bump up to like a 5.3. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So I have that going for me. And so, you know, I have a perfect face for radio. But the one thing he said that fucking still like, I still think about, and I hate that I'd like give him this, this satisfaction is he said that all the shit that I talk about on the show about my life, my sex life and my sexcapades Mm -hmm. is bullshit and manufactured. Well, he doesn't know anything. Yeah, he does it, and it makes me so mad because I can't like prove it. <laughs> so like, it does hurt your feelings. Though. It's just because like there's no way to like prove it. Yeah, because everything that I do to try to prove it, he's just gonna tell me I'm full of shit. Yeah. Like if I even get like every like every story, he's like, "What about that one?" And I'm like, "Okay, call the bitch on the phone." He'd be like, "You fucking, she's not real. She's lying." Yeah, like you got so you're one of your friends. Like I didn't get... film any of it, so like there's no yeah, I get you. There's no real thing. So that that's kind of shitty. But I mean, if people do want to roast me. And they want to say their piece about me, too. We can do a whole thing. We could even make it part of the 100th episode. Oh, fun. Yeah, we're 10 episodes away from episode 100, the big 100. And you're having me on for 100? I mean, I don't see why not. I might do a bunch of people. I might do you and then do like Skype with a few other people, maybe whatever. I want to do it live. Mm-hmm. Maybe have like a chat thing open mm-hmm. so people can kind of banter back and forth with us. I like that. Um, but I want to try to do some other kind of like special pre-produced things too, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how that works. I think you should get as fancy with it as you can. And yeah, I only have a one hundred. I only have a hundred once. Yeah. You know, because fifty, I was like, that's fifty, whatever. The year, I was like, the year was kind of cool. The I year did. was the best show. I loved the year. The year was pretty good. It had it was happy. It was sad. Yeah. It had everything. We all, all cried a little. I you cried a little. I didn't cry. You fucking cried a little. When did I cry? And I remember one of us said some sweet shit. That was me. <laughs> I said sweet shit. Yeah, I know, and I cried, and so did Cassie. But you did too. I saw you over there, and you told us that you loved us, which was sweet. And I bought you gifts, and you bought us gifts. Yes. So what did I get you again? You got me a Frankenstein comic book. I did. I cherish graphic very much novel, so. but okay. Okay, well, it's pretty much the same thing. It's comic book style. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I cherish it that. a lot. Good. I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad you did because. I I didn't really know what to get you, and then I saw it. I was like, "Oh, this is this is perfect. This is what I need to get." So the hundredth episode, I want to go live. I want to have people. If anybody has anything they want to say, 
It doesn't have to be congratulations. It could be like, wow, I'm really amazed you made it this far. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, there has been a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Yes. You know, has. in the last fucking almost two years. Because July 4th will be the two-year anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do for that either. That's, that's a while away. I, I might be dead by then. Who knows? Hopefully. All right. Have you heard about this? This is something that I saw. And I heard another um, podcast talking about this as well. Uh, the Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show. But I had it saved in Facebook, and I decided to print it out. There's a makeup artist named, uh, I don't want to say Kirsten. I'll say Kirsten. Okay. For various reasons. Uh, Kirsten Leanne has gone viral after posting some sort of bizarre public shaming marital ritual where she uses turquoise, blue, and violet mascara to transform her bearded husband into a manicorn. Mm. Yes. Have you seen this? No. So I, I looked at the pictures online. And it's basically exactly as it sounds. She dyes her husband's beard different colors to look like a, a unicorn. Does he look miserable in the pictures? Kind of. I mean, he, he has this look on his face like the pussy's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess like, if that's all that makes it worth it. I mean, because you know, you, and you personally have had dick that's so good that you're like, wow, I can't believe I did that. But hey, dick's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've done that too. I've been like, why the fuck did I find myself in that situation? More oh, than once. Yeah. yeah. The pussy good. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy's always good. If the pussy's good, you'll do whatever. So if the pussy was good, you would let somebody color your beard to I've look let, like a unicorn. I don't know about all that. I've let, I've let bitches braid my hair. I didn't even get pussy from them. I just thought I might. And I also like having I also I also like having my hair touched. So I just like being touched in general. Just, I do too. Yeah, it's nice. It's you. it's a good it's a good feeling. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know if I could do that. It depends on how good the pussy is though. I mean I've had some good pussy where I'm like, yeah, how long do I have to keep this for? Like is this a week thing? Because I could do a week. But if you want me to do like some kind of long term commitment to this, but I would just use my job as an excuse. Mm. And I can't do it for work. And if I can't make work, if I don't go to work, can't make money. If I can't make money, I can't buy you nice things, baby. What's up? True. I bet you never bought her anything, any of those girls anything, though. No, no, I did. Okay. I, I like buying shit. I'm, Do you? I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a gifter. That's sweet. I gift things. I, I just, I like the look on someone's face when I like, I give them something. Like, hey, I was thinking about you. I'm there with you. Yeah. I do like doing that. It's a good too. feeling. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if I go broke, like doing it's fine. Like, who needs, to, who <laughs> needs to eat? Like, like especially when you look like me, like I could probably <laughs> skimp on a meal or two. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's what they're doing. Uh, there's a writer for, uh, I don't know, some, some, he just it has his Twitter tag. So he's probably not a great writer. Like he's not, <laughs> you know, he's just a Twitter writer. Yeah. He's, he takes issue with the word manicorn because he's saying that there's no need to add the prefix man to an animal that we're not sure has genders. Jesus Christ. Um, I, last time I checked, we weren't even sure it existed, you know? Yeah. So that's a lot. I just, all these people. Dude, I mean, I, I, I was saying we live in a perfect time for podcasting, especially as a like a a satire podcast. Yeah. Because the world's in such a state of affairs that like there's just so much insanity going on to make fun of. I have a st I was telling my friend I have a stack of fucking articles that's like as thick as an Asian's penis that like <laughs> just it's just a bunch of everything. Yeah. Like fuck, I could pull them up right now. What's this? Uh no, that one that one's kinda whatever. Uh <laughs> what they're all kinda a little whatever. Like this one. Here we go. This is one that you actually picked out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um have you heard of the blue whale challenge? No. Okay. I was reading this today. This is actually really fucking compelling. So you're aware that the Russians are uh like the biggest the highest suicide rate in the world. Oh really? I thought it was like Japan. No, I'm pretty sure it's Russia, especially with teens. Okay. 
Like they make videos of them killing themselves. I watch those videos yeah, often. Con- Do you see the one of the guy who kills himself in like seven different ways? No. Yeah, he downs a bunch of pills, chases it with alcohol, and then he slits his wrists and puts a noose around his neck, pours gasoline on himself, shoot, uh, lights himself on fire, shoots himself in the head, falls off a cliff to hang himself. The rope burns. He falls into an ice cold lake and has hypothermia. And there's a video of this? There's a video of this. He has two different cameras. The camera he's using and the camera across oh, the river. Oh, we're watching this after. I got to try to find it. It's been years since I've it's seen it. It's probably on Live League. I think that's where it originally went. It was actually, I saw it on uselessjunk.com mm, yeah. about 11 years ago. So, oh, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. It's still there. It's the internet and yeah. it'll, it'll never die. But it's just a matter <laughs> of like digging. You're going to have to dig. But it's there. Sounds great. So there's this game. Uh, it reaches out to teenagers on social media. Uh, it endorses. You can see like the trends. It endorses certain hashtags and and has teens get involved in certain groups. When they sign up for the game, uh, they're assigned an administrator who provides them with a daily task to complete for 50 days, of which they must send photographic proof. These tasks are initially simple enough, such as watching a horror movie or waking up at odd times, but eventually they are told to inflict harm upon themselves. But on the 50th and final day, they're asked to kill themselves. Those who get cold feet are threatened uh, are threatened that the administrator possesses all the information and would bring harm to them or their loved ones. The claim is that Blue Whale Game has been responsible for more than 130 suicides in Russia. So is it just like a, like you, you, you're thinking about killing yourself and then you just decide to do this because it's like a rush before you kill yourself? See, and that's the thing I was reading in this article is it targets teens that are like it targets teens that are already kind of on that like emo scale Mm -hmm. you know like a normal a normal kid who's just like oh life is fucking happy like they wouldn't even find this like they wouldn't even like it wouldn't be targeted at them it's just this they find certain things that these kids are into and they just kind of like slip in there and the kids are like oh what's this oh this is kind of cool and they like find it and then they get involved in this and the next thing you know they're killing themselves so are the people that are like instructing them getting off on this like the that is the thing is they don't know what the point is like it just seems like it's a bunch of malicious people that are just just seeing if they can get people to do it yeah well and russians are crazy the what russians yeah russians are fucking insane yeah uh, so it's it's going around on a site called uh, fuck I don't even know if I can pronounce this it's it's known as VK we'll just call it that's like the Facebook of Russia it's their most popular social media site and uh, they're ensnaring and inciting young teens into committing suicide now this picture right here I didn't mean to print the picture but since I did I might as well make use of it okay it's so a blue whale a blue whale a blue whale was posted on somebody's profile. The last picture he posted before he killed himself. Okay. I guess they told him to post that. And um, uh, let's see. This alone does not guarantee a casualty to these groups since teenagers with pre-existing suicidal thoughts are likely to be attracted to similar online clusters in search of like-minded people. So they do definitely target a certain group of kids. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. This is uh, it's kind of fucked up. Like I don't know. My view on suicide, though, is kind of twisted and morbid. Please let me hear it. So, my thing is, like, especially in light of this, who's that guy that just hung himself recently? Everyone's fucking... Oh, Chris Cornell. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Who is he again? He sang for some bands in, like, the 90s. And, uh, I don't know, my best friend Sherry loves him. Audio Slave or some shit? Yeah, exactly. I couldn't stand him. Yeah, I've been hearing people talk about him for days. Um, I don't know. I feel like suicide 
is one of the most selfish things a person can do. I agree. I think that the fact that it's illegal, like, I don't think it should be illegal. Because I think that, like, because I'm total, and you know me, I'm total libertarian. Like, I'm just like, like, your body and your life is yours, mm-hmm. and no one can control it. So if you want to commit suicide, like, you should have the freedom to do that. It should be your choice. I agree. Legally and socially. Mm-hmm. But, like, on a personal level, all the people you fuck with and that are, like, left behind, like, you're doing that to them. So I don't have any sympathy for somebody who kills themselves. Okay, so, look, because this has actually been a big topic in my life as of recently. Um, you you get depressed, right? Oh, yeah, often. So have you ever thought I'm about... depressed right now. I know. <laughs> have you ever thought about killing yourself? Like, have you ever had those thoughts of, like, life would be better if I wasn't here? I've had thoughts of... I haven't had thoughts or contemplation of actually ending my own life, but I've been like, dude, like I really don't want to be alive right now. Yeah. But I haven't been like, I'm going to off myself. There was one time where I didn't want to off myself, but I did want to drive an oncoming traffic to collect my insurance. (laughs) My Aflac. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So. It was was pretty financially fucked up. I can't handle you. So it's been a big topic because Anthony suffers from depression and now that all of the drinking has stopped and, you know, all of these things are going on, the depression is hitting a lot harder and I don't understand it because I don't get depressed. There have been times where I've been sad where I'm like, you know, maybe if I just drive off this cliff, like life yeah. will be over and I don't have to deal with anything, but I've never like actively thought about it. And I know that he has. And I try because I've always thought that way too. like, oh, you're just selfish if you want to kill yourself. But whenever and I've asked him, you know, like, what are your reasons for not killing yourself? Like if you if you have those thoughts, why haven't you done it yet? Which is probably not the best answer. Like, why the fuck haven't you killed yourself then yet? Pussy. And um, he told me because when you feel that way, it takes so much effort to do anything. Yeah. And so he's like, it's honestly just too much effort. Like, I haven't killed myself because it's too much effort. And that was hard for me because it wasn't like, oh, I didn't kill my, I, I don't kill myself because I love you and I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. That wasn't his answer to me. But I don't think that that's what he thinks about. I think that he truly thinks that if he killed himself, I would be better off. Yeah. Which and, I wouldn't be. And a lot of people do feel that way. And for me, it, I kind of have that same thing. It's like if I off myself, like, how am I going to do this? Like, because... I want to do it in a way that, like, I'm guaranteed to die. Uh, I just talked about this last night. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't... Like, if I drove off a cliff, like, I may not die. Yeah. I may be paralyzed forever, and that's worse than death. Exactly. You know? If I shoot myself in the head, like, I'll probably die, but, like, am I going to have the fucking, like... Am I going to be able to pull the trigger? Like, that's the quickest, fastest... Quickest and fastest. Wow. (laughs) Quickest, fastest way, the most efficient, to actually end it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh... That's the way I'd go. I don't own a gun or anything. I mean, I, I know where guns are. I know people who do, but it's well, just, yeah, you're white. <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Privilege motherfucker. But, uh, but I never, but my other thing is this is the, the, okay, this is where the selfishness comes in. The number one reason why I don't want to kill myself is because I know that I won't be able to see what people say at my funeral. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. <laughs> I seriously think about that all the time. I'm like, what are people going to say? And I know I'm not going to like, I don't want to die at all. Just for that reason, because mm-hmm. I want to know, like, how many people are going to be there? What are they going to say? Are they going to say, like, they're all going to say nice shit because everybody lies at funerals. I've yeah. been I've been to so many oh, memorials and funerals of, like, 
people that were about 80% dirtbag, but just that last 20% was enough to like make people come. Yeah. But then at their thing, it's like, oh my God, like he was such a, he was such a good guy and he, he would always give everything he had mm-hmm. and it's like, no, he wouldn't. Yeah. He was a fucking scumbag. Like we all know it. Yeah. We all talk shit about him like a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then we find out he's dead and then we feel like shit. No, yeah. fuck that. Like he was, uh, but I don't do that. I'm not going to be that guy at the funeral. I was like, hey, he was a dirt. If I drank, I would. I'm like, fuck <laughs> that guy. You know what he fucking said to me? Fuck that guy. Like I can't do that. Yeah. You I know, but, you. and I don't know what people are going to do at my funeral. Like I, I want to make it. And we just talked about like things that I want. I don't think I talked about it with you. I talked about it, I think, with Gareth when he came on the show about things that I want at my funeral. And one of the things I think I want is like an honesty like thing. Like if you're gonna if you're not gonna come up and be like brutally honest, then don't fucking come up. Like don't talk. Yeah. Like if you're just gonna be like, he was such a great guy and he was so sweet. If anybody says I'm so sweet, like they're already fucking up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because I mean I'm not saying I'm not a good like a nice guy and a good guy, but I'm not like I don't think sweet would be. You have sweet qual- qualities occasionally. I'm like one of those candies that you eat that you're like. You take a bite of it and you make that face, like that lemon head face, you know, but then you get to like the middle of it. You're like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Like, it's good. You know, like I'm very fucking sour and bitter on the outside. Yeah. And but like also if there was like sour on the inside, too, (laughs) you know, like if it's like sour first and then it gets sweet and you're like, oh, okay, he's not so bad. So I'm like sour. sour I'm like sour to the core. Yeah. But there's a sweet like portion of you. Very. It's a it's a thin layer. But I'm like some weird Wonka candy that like they haven't invented yet. Well, you should get on that. (laughs) Just call it the Daniel. It's called the Repples. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds terrible. I hate sour candies. I hate them. Yeah. So suicide. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. I get you. And I, I think that way, too. But I also think that I really don't have a say because I don't have those thoughts. Yeah. I don't know what it feels like to. Then it's not your life. Yeah. And I mean, anytime you, that's another one of my thoughts is every time somebody dies and you grieve, like you're being selfish. Like you're, the only reason you don't want someone to die is for your own selfish reasons because you don't want them in your life anymore. Because if you notice, there will be somebody who is fucking just dying. Like they're in, they're in hospice or something and they're just withering away painfully, just dying. Mm -hmm. And people are like, no, don't pull the plug. Don't let them go. Like, I need them in my life, and they're fucking suffering. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all selfish. Yeah. Just not letting people go and do their own thing. Like, we only grieve because they're out of our lives. Well, it's like that. I don't, I, I for some reason, I feel like we talked about it on the show, like, a while ago, but there was that whole thing going on where, in w- one state, I don't remember where, they made it to where you could legally go into a hospital and be put down. Yeah, it was, in, it was in Washington. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. And my best friend had to do a paper on it and she was totally against it for the family aspect. Yeah. But my thing is if you want to fucking go kill yourself, go kill yourself. Yeah. If that's how you feel. But then again, I say that and I'm not loving those people. It's me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, because if Anthony was ever like, yeah, I'm going to kill myself, I'd be like, no, the fuck you're not. You know, like, I love you too much. I hope the fuck you do. (laughs) He tells me all the time, like, I just wish that you would have killed me already. I'm like, I wouldn't, though. If I, like, got so angry that I wanted to kill you, I'd fucking make you you paralyzed. No, I'd make you paralyzed, and I'd have to fucking take care of you. And you'd still wouldn't leave him. Just every time you have to feed him, you're like, yeah, this is because of you, motherfucker. And you just, like, do the little airplane thing. Yeah, I'm like, remember that one time you did this? You're not showering today. (laughs) Fuck you. You know, like that's a, yeah, but like if that, like that's long term torture. You go to feed him like some fucking pudding and he opens his mouth, you're like, nah, nigga, and you just pull it away. Or it's just like shit. <laughs> you know, just like something's just, just feed him fucking 
You're like, yeah. Do you, do you watch shit. Always Sunny? I have not started watching that oh, one yet. Okay. It's on my list. Okay. It's on my list. I'm on Shameless right now, so. Oh, I love Shameless. Yeah. I'm only on season three, so. <sighs> okay, so, so Suicide. So Suicide. It's a, It's actually been a, a ongoing topic, and I wish that it wasn't, but like we just watched that show. I think I asked you about it, that 13 Reasons Why. Oh, Jesus, yeah. And yes, it was very teenager-y, and yes, it was very dramatic, but Anthony afterwards was like honestly i've felt that like those things and over little things because it wasn't over every little thing it was over one thing that was like gradually getting worse getting worse yeah well my problem with that show because i get the aspect of like people kill themselves because they can't like they can't deal with like all the piling you know the Mm -hmm. piling on of life yeah and i get that and i get that it's like it's shitty and it sucks and I thought the plot of that show was good. I thought that the character development was good. I just didn't like that underlying theme of like this bitch's suicide is your fault. Exactly. Like I didn't I didn't slit her fucking wrists. And bitch never I mean, okay, they did make it seem like she reached out towards the end. Mm-hmm. You know, but she kinda didn't at the same time. Like she was super vague and it's like I don't know. I just think. But that, isn't that how you are when you're depressed? Like when you're depressed, you don't like message somebody like, oh, shit, and that's I'm why so it's depressed your and I want to kill yourself. And, that, like, and that's myself. why like it's it, like and it also it sucks because in my experience, I noticed that people who are actually like serious about suicide don't say shit. They exactly. just don't. And the people exactly. that are like, I want to kill myself. Like, no, you don't yeah. go to bed, eat a fucking bonbon and like you're going to be fine. Exactly. You know, so I don't know. I I have. I'm very bitter about depression, very salty about it. Like, I always tell people, and I think the depression, just the word and the term, is thrown around so loosely that, like, people don't take it seriously because everybody's fucking depressed. Everybody, I, if I had a dollar for every time, and I'm just going to use dating sites as an example, but I've been on, and I don't know why people think this is a good thing to throw in a dating profile, but they'll be like, I have depression and I have anxiety, or they'll tell you that when you first start talking to them, and they, and, I just I think the words like insomnia, depression, anxiety are thrown around so willy nilly that people that literally have it, everyone just they desensitize to it. Yeah. There's a higher standard of like or a lower standard of what depression really is. So it's like being trans. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly like that because everyone and their fucking uncle is that, you know, yeah, yeah. and that's why I hate throwing around that I'm depressed. I usually tell people I'm just I'm feeling down today. Yeah. Like I'm just not feeling good today because I don't know if I'm clinically actually depressed. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is there is a difference between, well, I mean, I don't know. When it comes to addiction, that's a whole nother thing. But I can get depressed or down, but I don't know what it feels like to constantly have that in the back of my mind that I fucking hate my life and, you know, and like have to pretend to smile. I get depressed when Anthony and I are fighting. I get sad when my dog. You get situational depression. Exactly. Which wouldn't I, I wouldn't, you're right. I wouldn't even call it depression. I would say I get down. My yeah. my dog hates me. I like will cry, you know, mm. but like it doesn't last for very long. And I never have the thought of like, fuck, I hate my life. I don't want to be here. Nobody loves me. Blah, blah, blah. Go on. You know, whatever. Yeah. So, which yeah. is thank I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I don't want to feel those ways. You know, it's, it sucks. Depression shitty. Yeah. On that note, I'm going to smoke cigarettes. I would love to. All right. We're going to go to a quick break real quick, and then we'll be right back. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I'm on with the Courtney 3000, lover or hater. She is here. (laughs) We'll be right back.
Hey everyone, this is Tom from the Say What Podcast, and I would love it if you'd go over to saywhatpodcast.com to check out our podcast as soon as you're done listening to this show. We handpick real news articles to poke fun at every single week, like the time the lady from Florida attacked her boyfriend with a ceramic squirrel. Or how about the guy who paid $100,000 for a Cheeto because it kind of looked like Harambe? And then there was the guy who got arrested for repeatedly having sex with an inflatable pool shark. Yeah, you get the point. So tune in to the Say What Podcast every single week on iTunes, Stitcher, and at SayWhatPodcast.com. Hey, this is Aubrey Litchfield from the So Wizard Podcast, and you're listening to Toe on the Trigger. Don't click that off button. Don't you do it. This is the Toll on the Trigger News, and I am Daniel Reppels. Lavinia Kelly of Sacramento is in intensive care after contracting botulism from some gas station nacho cheese. She's been in critical condition for three weeks, and local authorities are investigating the source. Three others have been affected. Seriously, don't eat gas station food. Some small claims are smaller than you may think. A Texas man threatened to take his date to court after he spent $17 to take her to a movie, and she spent the whole time texting and then left. The man put the case into small claims court, but the matter was resolved after the woman paid up the money that she owed him. Justice has been served. Meanwhile, in Florida, Stephen Smith in Martin County was arrested last week after patrons of the laundromat accused him of whipping his dick out. Police caught him close by, and he led them on a chase. Once he was caught, Smith claimed he was trying to get laid, but his money wasn't right. Whatever the fuck that means. For Toe on the Trigger News, I am Daniel Reppels, and this is the world that we live in. Hey. $17. dude, is going to take her to small claims court. That's a small fucking claim. That's a very small claim. But I mean, I, I can see why he was kind of chapped. Like, that, that's that's fucked up, dude. He takes, takes homegirl on a date. They're sitting in a movie. She's texting the whole time. And I was reading, I couldn't put it all in there because I had a very limited space. But basically, he asked her, like, can you stop texting? Like, it's kind of rude. Or can you, like, take it outside or something? Mm-hmm. So she decides, as she, she claims that it was just her friend making sure she was on the date safely, which would be like one text. Hey, are you safe? Are you cool? Yeah, I'm safe. It's cool. We're in a movie. Boom. End yeah. of the time. But it was like a whole thing. And then she just left. Just left him there. So she he calls him back, her back and says, I want my money back. And she said no. So he said, all right. All right. Whatever you say. But it's a bit much for $17. Like, why not just bash her on Facebook or something? Nah. No. Nah, man, bitch needed justice. Okay. All right, justice was served because I found out they ended up like meeting at the movie theater with like their mediators. What? Yeah, with like their mediators to like uh, you know mediate the exchange, and she gave him the seventeen bucks and told him, "Please just leave this alone." How old are they? God, I don't know. Have you ever had a mediator for like a Tinder date? No, 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 no. The mediator after the when he said he wanted to take it to small claims court. Oh. Yeah, no, it wasn't like a chaperone. Oh. It wasn't like, <laughs> I'm like who like who escorted them and was like, okay, you guys are good to go now. Uh, no touching. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. I don't know. There are some people I wouldn't be surprised if they brought a mediator on a date because it's just kind of. Well, sometimes it's scary. You know, I don't know because I've never actually gone on a date from a dating site. You haven't at all. No. Never. You're lucky, dude. Don't ever do it. It's I fucking. I don't feel like I need to. I mean, you and can- that's I'm, and I'm not even being conceited. I just have never. 
been in a position to like not have somebody interested to where I would need to go on a dating. So party. you're either always in a relationship or always kind of have somebody. Yeah. Somebody there. Yeah. So you would never, uh, you would never consider polygamy. Excuse me. Uh, polygamy. It is a. Uh, <laughs> so you have mul. Mul-, let's try that again. You have polygamy, uh-huh. which is a dude or okay, a person. Married to a person, okay. right? Okay. You have polygamy, a person married to people. Okay. You have sologamy, solo gammy, <laughs> which is you <laughs> married to you. Okay. Okay. So apparently people are now marrying themselves. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, in the new sad trend called sologamy, women are committing themselves to themselves with their own wedding ceremony. This is just a woman thing? Yeah, I mean, can you see a man doing this? Stupid feminist. Hey, you know what? It actually says that in here. Yeah. Yeah, it says it's mostly a feminist thing. Uh, These women, such as self-styled polygamist Erica Anderson, throw on a white gown, invite their close friends and family, and marry themselves in a legally non-binding way. They don't don't need no man. I don't know what that means. What is a legally non-binding way? I don't know. So it's not bound by the law, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. So it's it's pointless. Okay. Uh, a site looking to make a few bucks on sad feminists called mm-hmm. imarriedme.com offers a kit to assist you in planning your own wedding ceremony, self-wedding rings, and daily affirmation cards. Now, what I just handed you is a screenshot from their webpage. Uh, I think both those pages are. Okay. So, I mean, if you want to read that, um, you can out loud uh, or pick apart whatever you want. Uh, but that'll give you an idea of kind of the the twist they're trying to put on this. Okay, so in big red yellows, uh, oh big God. red yellows. Okay, God in big red life. yellows. Fuck you! In big red letters with a yellow highlight, it says, "Hell yeah, I'm awesome." Okay, you are reason to celebrate. A roadmap to positivity. Our I Married Me kit has all you need to create your own ceremony, including a self wedding ring. Can I stop you there real quick? Mm-hmm. I Married Me kit. Uh, just. Pick a gander how much that costs. Don't guess too high because it's not ridiculous, but it's it's ridiculous. We'll say three hundred bucks. You're very close. Two hundred thirty dollars. Okay. Okay. But you get your own. Is it a nice wedding ring? Two hundred thirty bucks, and you get all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Come so on. it's not worth it. Like if you're not gonna buy yourself a nice fucking ring, then yeah. what's the point? Exactly. All right. So including a self wedding ring, vows, and daily affirmation cards, yes. they write your vows for you I, to I, yourself. I guess. Yeah. Okay. A self-wedding is a symbolic ceremony about reconnecting and staying connected with you. Wear the ring to remind you every day to love yourself. Yes. Can't you make yourself like a nice like beaded bracelet or something to show how much you love yourself? Dude, I just go and binge on like fucking pasta or something, dude. Like I just go eat something delicious. Like I'm not going to go. And that's like. A whole tub of ice cream. I really love myself. Yeah. How much does that cost? Like tops. Like even if you buy like the good Ben and Jerry shit. Five or Hagen Dazs. Oh, let's bucks. say Hagen Dazs. That's even that's a little bit higher, I think. So we'll, we'll say six thirty five. Yeah. For six thirty five, <laughs> you can love yourself for a good hour. Put on a good movie. Maybe if you rent the movie, because people still do that. You yeah. Know, rent, you go to Redbox, ninety nine cents. Yeah. Maybe Amazon Prime, couple bucks. Mm-hmm. Spend the night with yourself. Masturbate at the end of it. Masturbate at the end. That's mm-hmm. free. No one. I don't. I've never paid to masturbate. Nope. Well. Okay. Well, when you buy toys. No, or if you go to a Jack Shack. Yeah. Which we know you love. I've been there twice. Two times. That's two times a little too many. Yeah. You don't have a problem getting laid. 
That's also true. Yeah. Well, I mean, according to some, they're all lies. You liar. All right, let me finish this. Okay. Did you know that micro moments of positivity add up, creating an upward spiral? Positive mental states can also be enhanced by affirmations and even reshape us over time. A daily practice can help you focus on the good and give you resources when life is tough. You can be single in or you can be single or in a relationship. You can already be married. Have a ceremony for yourself with a bestie for the for your entire wedding party or for a special occasion. Life is too short. Do stuff that matters. I don't want to read all this. Yeah, you don't have to read all that. That's all just right. their about me page and how they started and blah blah blah. But basically, like one thing I do like about them is they're they they found a group of like a group of suckers mm. and they're capitalizing on yeah, it. They it's are. capitalism at its finest. I like it. I like their idea. Like I don't I, I think this is fucking retarded. But if you see something retarded and you know that people will throw money at it, I say make a fucking business out of it. I agree. It's not going to last long, so I hope they're saving money from it because after a couple of years, people will be over it. They need to like have it ready to like go on to the next thing that people can marry. Be like, tired of marrying yourself? Marry your horse. You know what I mean? Like They can be ready for it. They yeah. already have the layout ready to go. There's some people. Yeah, there are some people. Yeah, I love just at the end of this, it says, say I do to you. Oh. How sweet. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that, isn't that awesome? Uh, the self-married feminists also celebrate their wedding anniversaries. Uh, Anderson, the person who did all this, reportedly took a trip to Mexico by herself to celebrate her one-year anniversary to herself. Who the fuck wants to go on vacation by themselves? I don't know. Somebody fucking lonely and sad. See, the thing is, is she's a fucking she's a feminist, so like she doesn't, you know, she don't need, she no, don't man. need no man in her life. Yeah, she don't need no woman either. Apparently. She don't need no nobody. She needs herself, and that is enough. That's all it is. I mean, I guess that's great. She doesn't want to go kill herself. Well, and that's a cheap trip, though. Instead of buying a you know ticket for two to Mexico, and then you got to do all the dinners times two. It's just. You but know, is one. she white? Probably. That dude. This sounds like a credibly privileged thing. Like, could you see black people doing this? Black people would not do this shit. But you shouldn't go to Mexico by yourself when you're a white woman. And, and Unless you're fine. a feminist, who the fuck cares? Cabo's fine. Mm. Mazatlan's fine. I guess. I mean, you're, she's not going to TJ. I saw a donkey show in Cabo, okay? Did you? Yes. Was that cool? I mean, <laughs> it's a donkey show. Like, it's a donkey dick going into a vagina. I know, but was it cool? Was it like, wow? Like, did I you watch it for science? No, I watched it. For entertainment, obviously. For entertainment. But did you have like a scientific like, like, oh, I didn't know that could fit there. That's very interesting. No, I was like, uh, why am I getting horny? <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> uh, no. Hey, it... we almost made it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, it it was definitely something that like you want to keep watching, but you feel bad for. So it's like a car crash, like when you drive by a car crash and you're hoping you see a dead person, but at the same time you're like, please don't see a dead person. I wonder person. how many people drove by and saw my mom dead. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do. Oh, Just... I fucking love it. Oh, I fucking love it. One time at a party. Uh, everybody, I don't know what we were talking about. We were all drunk and everybody's like, oh yeah, like this is what my mom does for work. And this is, you know, whatever my mom does. And I'm like, you know what my mom does? Nothing. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. And everybody was silent and everybody looked at me like, God, she's terrible. And I do that all the time as much as possible. Yeah. Well, I, I think, dude, people's moms need to stop dying, dude. Cause it's making your mom jokes like real fucking awkward. Who's, who else's mom died? Just some people I know. Uh, <laughs> my friend, uh, Brandon. Uh, I made a joke like your mom, blah, 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 you know, whatever, you know, the stupid your mom shit, you know, mm-hmm. and he goes, he looks me dead in the fucking eyes like my mom's dead. 
And like, I took a moment, like I had that moment where I was like, oh fuck, I just fucked up. But like, I didn't want to like act like I was weak. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be weak. Like I had to dominate this. And I was like, that's a bummer, bro. Like, whoo, dead moms. That's shitty. And he's like, yeah, I know it's fucked up. I don't care. I was like, See, that's how I am. Okay. So I want to apologize to anybody that has just lost their mom because it isn't a joke. And obviously I loved my mom and I was very sad, but I don't know for some reason. And I've, and nobody else, my, my other sister is like that, but my one sister is not, and she would not find it funny. But for whatever reason, like I just, it just makes me feel better about the situation. I think, I mean, you have to have humor in not you. I'm not going to say you, I'm going to use I statements because I only know my own truth. But for me, like I've had shitty things happen in my family life and just in my life. And if I didn't have humor, like, that's the one thing I'm glad I got from my dad. Like, I hope I don't get all his, like, fucked up, like, mental and physical problems. Because mm-hmm. then, like, fuck you, dad. But, like, he gave me a sense of humor. And if I didn't have that, I would have probably, you know, back to our last topic, I would have probably jumped off a bridge, like, a long time ago. Yeah. My mom gave me my sense of humor. And I believe that she would find it funny. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't She's like, I'm hurt dead. me. Yeah. Like, and that's why it doesn't hurt me. And it doesn't hurt me to say. I like the reaction that I get. I yeah. like when people are like, fuck. And, like, they feel, like, slightly bad. Yeah. And then it just makes me laugh. Yeah. But I'm a terrible person. God damn it. Hey, you're not that bad. Like you said, she would <laughs> she would want you, and this is me, too. Like, when I die, I would want people to make, like, I want to die in such a way that you can make a joke about. Like, I don't want to die, like, in bed old. You'd be like, oh, you know who else died in bed? Fucking Daniel. Like, that's not funny. There's no humor in that. Yeah, you, you want to die with, like, a cock ring. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to, like, cut off all circulation to my dick, and it falls yeah. off, and the pain's too much, and I die. And then yeah. there's, like, a joke there. Yeah. Or, like, Elvis. Like, I'm shitting on the toilet, which is not outside of the realm of possibility, considering some of the stomach problems I have, that I would actually, <laughs> like, just push my entire colon out of my fucking asshole. Yeah. So, that, that that could happen. I'm so sorry to hear that. You should get that looked at. Oh, I did. I did. I, I have... Uh, there's just there's multiple things I eat terrible I don't really exercise water's not my friend I have a thyroid problem that I wasn't taking care of for a while and mm-hmm. back back to normal dude I took two shits last week oh so nice last week <laughs> that's that's Sunday to Sunday it's you don't week. poop every day no bro that's healthy no bro. okay this is what I looked up I found this out myself okay I looked it up so the definition of regular literally means regular. Like, it means, it doesn't mean, like, you poop every single day. It means you poop on, like, a set. So, it could be, like, you poop every two days regularly. Like, oh, okay. So, it's just whatever's regular for your body. Yeah. So, sometimes I'm, you know, every three weeks. And well, sometimes I... I'm, like, once a week. And sometimes I'm, like, once every couple days. So, not, I'm never regular. Do you not feel like you're dying after oh, three weeks? Oh, dude. Yeah. 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 It's pretty bad. I've, um, wow. Okay. So, we're recording. Um, I've taken a shit multiple, on multiple occasions. That was the size of a softball. Your poor asshole. Yeah, no, that's what I felt. Yeah, it was poor. Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) I have had to, on a couple different occasions, uh, give myself an enema. Okay, so Because of my incredible constipation. Yeah. Now, have you ever done that? I have a great story, actually. Okay, let me finish mine, Mm -hmm. and it'll be right on to you. Okay. Because I want to get the spotlight off of this embarrassing situation I've just walked myself into. Mine's really embarrassing, too. Oh, perfect. So okay, so we can share this. Um, the the times I've done it, I've just just powered through. Mm-hmm. The last time was so bad that I was like afraid to even start the process because I was like, this is not going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So I did it. And the you know, thing in the butt and the squeeze and then you just like wait. Like mm-hmm. it's just that waiting game and it's the longest wait. Like it's the worst. It's like 
I think like the worst weights are waiting for the enema to kick in and waiting for the death chamber. Like that's yeah. the two worst weights. I'd have to agree. Yeah, those are like the, the the worst ones. And so I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And finally, like I'm like, oh, here it comes. It's gonna come out. And the pain, it's like, okay. I guess like if I were to fall off of a cliff and roll down the mountain, mm-hmm. like it would be painful all over my body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So get all that pain and just focus it right into your sphincter mm-hmm. for about three seconds. Yeah, like that's about what it feels like, right? And all you see is white, so you think you're in heaven, <laughs> briefly, but it's like the most painful form of heaven, yeah. you know. So that's kind of what that feels like. So that that's what I've struggled with for the last few years. Okay. Um. I've been told I might have like Crohn's disease, maybe. I don't know. It runs like fucking stomach problems and like shitting problems like run in my family. Mm -hmm. Like I had a cousin who died of like rectal cancer, Mm -hmm. which is like the most fucked up. It wasn't colon cancer. It was like this little spot between your anus and your fucking colon. That's like this big Mm -hmm. had cancer there. My fucking dad has IBS. My uncle has IBS. Like it's just bad. Like it's all bad. So who knows? Maybe I'll just be shitting in a bag in the next 10 years. Let's hope not. Because okay. I'd like that if you didn't wear diapers and, you know, I didn't have to be. It'd be convenient. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I not wouldn't when you have to change them. You know, if, if that ended up happening, you decided you didn't want to be my friend anymore. Like I would totally I'd understand. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> OK, so I actually have two stories. I uh, get really constipated when like something's going wrong in my life. So like when oh, I was, we've discussed this. OK, go ahead. Have we? Yeah. So whenever like my dad left my mom when I was three or whatever, uh, I didn't poop for like two weeks and at three years old. And so they finally took me to the doctors and the doctor said it's like a, you know, just whenever I get sad and, and it still happens. Especially because when I'm sad, I eat a shit ton and then like I can't shit it all out. So I actually have two stories. One was I hadn't pooped in like two weeks and it's it's very painful when you haven't pooped in that long. I know. Your tummy hurts. Yep. Like it's all hard. Yep. Like just all of everything starts hurting. Mm-hmm. So I, my grandma said I have an enema and I physically couldn't do it. Not physically. I Mentally, mentally just could not couldn't do it myself i was like there's i can't stick this thing in my ass right now but i'm in so much pain so in my bathroom i laid down a towel and i got into the fetal position i, I know this ritual keep going you're relating to me all right now like we should get married like after the mm-hmm. show because i think you and i will be literally butt buddies i don't think it's the same story though i know but i so far you're exactly what i i know my sister okay came in and gave me the enema nice That's she squirted family. that thing in my asshole mm-hmm. and i waited and i waited and i sat on the toilet and nothing, nothing how long did it out. take i was i probably waited about a good 10 minutes okay yeah. nothing came out wasn't gurgling nothing nothing was happening wow. still in pain so i'm like okay i guess we're gonna have to do a second one no so i get down again my sister sticks that thing in my asshole oh, squeezes man, it story's in story's getting bad and nothing happened. Like 10, 10 minutes go by. Nothing's going on. I don't feel anything. I feel a lot of pressure in my asshole now because now there's just more in there. So I decided I'm going to take a shower because I'm like, fuck all this. I feel nasty. My sister was just up in my asshole. Yeah. And uh, about 15 minutes into my shower, I shit all over the place uncontrollably. Like just come like all yeah. like I didn't even know what was happening. I just looked down. There was shit everywhere. It was just like so you didn't even feel out. it. It was. I was in so much pain. That you were just already in pain. Yeah, that I was just in pain. Wow. So 
I'm crying, screaming for my sister to come. I'm like, I'm shitting everywhere. And she walks in, she's gagging and like she can't handle it. So there was my one enema story. And then just recently, I didn't learn your lesson, apparently. Well, I did. So, (laughs) I mean, you can't like if if you got to go, you got to go. Yeah, yeah, you You do do anything. Yeah, you do it. So I sometimes I think the world would be so much better if I like if shitting just was eradicated. Like it's 2017. It's time to like <laughs> it's time for like a less old fashioned way to like do this. I get you. My second story is I had a cyst on my ovary recently. Ooh, that's a bummer. And it was very painful and it caused me to be constipated. And that's how I figured out that I had it because I was constipated for about three weeks. Nothing was coming out. I was in so much pain. And where the pain was was where my appendix is. And so I went to the hospital and they, they were like, okay, we have to do all this stuff. That was a whole other thing, the, the hospital situation. But they end up telling me, you have a cyst on your ovaries. Here's some laxatives. Like, here's a prescription. I'm like, I'm not going to go pay for this shit. Like, you can buy laxatives anyway. <laughs> so I go home and I take the laxatives that I have at home and nothing happens. I take more, like eight hours later, nothing happens. So I go to sleep. And the next day, I'm like, okay, I need to get this shit out of me. So I had suppositories. Nice. Which are the smaller versions of an enema. Yeah. And I stuck that thing right up my butt. And then I'm waiting and I'm waiting and nothing's happening. So then I drink like an entire pitcher of black coffee because that (laughs) normally will do it. And nothing happened. I went out and I bought prune juice. I drank a glass of prune juice. God, my peas. Prune juice. Prune juice. Um, nothing happened, happened. And then I drank milk of magnesia and it was the most explosive shit. (laughs) (laughs) I still didn't shit until the next day after drinking all of that. And the worst part was that Anthony was over and we don't do the fart pooping talk. Like that's just not our thing. Yeah. Well, as until as of recently, (laughs) but at this time. And so I'm in there and I'm like in so much pain and it's just like, just rushing out of me and I can feel it all. And my dog is whining at the door because she's upset that she can't be in the bathroom with me. And I'm like, you don't want to see this, honey. And I finally like, I get to the point where I can stand up and I go in the bedroom and I'm like, you need to shut this fucking dog up because I am in so much pain right now and it's making it worse. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm shitting everywhere. (laughs) So I go back to the bathroom. I was in the bathroom for like a good four hours. Wow. Getting it all, just every drop out. You were probably like, you're like, damn, I got my summer body now. I wish, but my <laughs> asshole was on fire. You know that feeling where like it feels like there's a lighter on your asshole? Dude, That's okay. That's how I felt. After these experiences, every time I shit after that, like I could feel my asshole open and close. And when it closes, it feels like two steel doors shutting. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what that feels like. It's kind of like after a dick comes out of you after anal. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know that one, but um, yeah. Oh, that's my. (laughs) Those are my normal Saturdays. Uh, I love our shit. Shit and suicide. Shit and suicide. That's (laughs) well. I'm gonna write that one down. Uh, Where's my? I was gonna write down. All right, you write it down. All right. All right. Um. All right. So we got a couple. Couple little things. So. There is, I'll do this one first. There's a podcast that uh, I'm friends with. I've had them on the show before. It's Everyone Has a Podcast with Adam and Brian. Uh-huh. And recently, they uh, they mentioned me. And I liked what they said. Usually when people mention me, it's like, oh, yeah, they're a cool show, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Daniel's a fucking lying piece of shit, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I liked what he had to say. So I'm gonna, I told him I'd play this. 
Not because he asked me to, but because I wanted to. So this is uh, Adam from Everyone Has a Podcast. Okay. You know, speaking of people who do things a little bit differently, um, I got to say this. I, I, I think I've said it a few times on this show that I'm not a big fan of memes. But mm-hmm. then, okay, there's actually a couple exceptions. It's just shit you don't want your grandmother or your great aunt to see. Oh, my God, what's wrong with my boy, my baby? And, and uh, another person is uh, Daniel of the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I fucking love that dude. That dude's a follow on Facebook. Uh, almost every meme he puts up make, makes me smile and laugh. And it it's not the ones that you see recycled a zillion kajillion times, you know. It's he gets some fucking. I don't know where he finds his memes, but he mines some good spots for memes. They're just great memes. Yeah, it's not just another Trump thing. Like, hey, look, it's him holding up a thing in the Oval Office, but it says something like C spot run," and it's making fun of him being dumb because, like, normally they pass bills in there, but he's it's all child's art. <laughs> he drew it. And is it funny? Is is it really funny? I. I'm on and the, uh, so yeah, that's Rogan. pretty much uh, that's it. So I got a shout out for my beautiful meme lord skills, and that's a huge compliment. That's for a you. huge compliment. Yeah, I don't think people appreciate me enough for just like, like, cause he he's right. Like I, I go to some I go to some links. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them have just kind of like I've gotten for free now because I've found the best pages, so they're really easy for me now. Before I literally I had to dig, I had to find. Yeah, and now I just like they're everywhere. Yeah, but still like. I try so hard to put out good content for people that they can scroll through their news feed and be incredibly offended on a daily basis. Yeah. Nobody nobody says a word. Nobody says a word to me. I mean, everybody loves it. I love it. What I love That's more. That's not true. Yes. No, no. I mean, it's true that you love it. Yeah. I mean, everybody. I don't know. I don't think everybody loves it. What I love is when I send you memes... And you haven't seen them yet. Yeah, that's not that's like an ongoing thing. It has happened. It's happened a few times. And so like I'll send him something and then he'll be like, saw it. And then I'm like, God, I like I even have I even have the meme I send you. That's a picture of the guy hitting the button that says, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. But there's been a couple times. There have been a couple you've sent me. You never used any of them, but fuck you. I mean, because I I was like, that was funny, but it wasn't like Like, because it's a process. You got to save it and then you got to go onto Facebook and you got to just like, if it's good enough, it'll be like, fuck yeah. Or I'll like save it in a folder and be like, that's gonna be for my like my binge later when I binge on like Facebook. Cause you see like on your timeline just Daniel Ruppels, Daniel Ruppels, Daniel mm-hmm. Ruppels, Daniel Ruppels, just the whole thing for like, you know, probably a good if you printed it out on paper, it'd probably be a good like twenty four feet. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite one, it wasn't even a meme, but the other day when that what that Chris guy died, mm-hmm. my status just said Chris Who. Yeah. <laughs> people didn't like that. People yeah, people were like offended. Him. Huh? I don't like him. Yeah. I never have. My best friend Sherry loves him. And she kept the last time she was here, she's like, but listen to this song. But listen to this song. I'm like, no, they all fucking suck. Yeah. All of them. Every uh, single one. Audio Slave was okay. Mm-hmm. One album. I just don't like his Creed voice. Yeah. yeah mom's yeah. broken. Yeah. 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 That guy. I can't do it. That's so what that's what Chris Cornell it, sounds like. It's like Pearl Jam. It's like all those bands. It was like that period where they're like, because I, I was actually just thinking about this the other night. Like every... Every decade kind of go because you had like the 60s and 70s with like Tom Petty and Bob Dylan with their like, hey, woo, singing through my nose like mm-hmm, that, you know, mm-hmm. and then you like moved into, you know, then there was like the 70s shit with like in the 80s with like the screaming and like the really feminine voices on men mm-hmm. and the hair metal and all that bullshit. And then you had like the 90s 
with like your here's all I really say words when yeah. I sing I do this when I do this yeah like that the grungy yeah that you have to look up the lyrics yeah and like uh, Kurt Cobain didn't have that voice but he was just all strung out on heroin so you like you listen to uh that the, what the the Teen Spirit song mm-hmm. and you have to look at you just oh no bino you're like what how oh, bino like I don't what are you trying to say to me right now like pull the needle out of your arm and fucking start singing songs have you ever seen Walk Hard? The Dewey Cox. Yes. Okay, so that's like what this reminded me of because he starts out as like this like cool fifties like yeah type, and then he keeps going on, and then it's like Bob Dylan era, and yeah. He keeps, and then like he has the Beatles era, psychedelic yeah. era, yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it's but. just like, and I think like all the music like it evolves that way and it progresses that way. Yeah. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck all that. Fucking Chris Cornell. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I'm sorry if you listen, Sherry, because she's gonna be so offended. But that's I okay. just Couldn't you know what I've learned though? Out of all the people. In the world, very few have died from being offended. Very true. So, well, I mean, people commit suicide from being offended. No, yeah, but what? Okay, so if she were to be so offended, she went and killed herself. What method do you suspect she would take? Oh, she'd she'd shoot herself in the head. Yeah, either that or she'd down a bunch. Okay, of pills. so she didn't die from being offended. She died from a gunshot wound to the oh, head, okay, okay, a self-inflicted <laughs> gunshot wound to the head. Okay, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to ask her later, like, to see if I got it right. <laughs> There you go. Now now you know. Do you think she'll listen? Does she listen? Uh, yeah. She Only does. when you're on, though. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I have fans, you know? I, know. I also have people who don't like me, apparently, but I do have some fans. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, we got a call. Mm. Well, I, I want to... I, I, I love saying we, just because it's a show. I love it, but too. Like, but, like, I've learned that... No offense to you, but nothing in that those two seats are permanent, ever. So I should just stick with my ass has a nice imprint, though. It does. Hey, maybe eventually those seats will be comfortable for you. Probably fucking not, though. I don't know. You want to buy some new chairs? I am all for it. I'm just gonna bring one, and then like nobody else can sit in it. That's fine, but make sure it can roll under that table because I don't want to be bumping into it. Oh my god. Okay. All right. All right. I can't wait. Is this from Vegas? This isn't from Vegas. This is from uh, the my friends over at Afterburn Seven Three Nine. I'm gonna give you a little bit of background. They're a podcast out of uh, Ohio. And they have a person on their show named Kitty, mm-hmm. who we call Kitty the Accidental Racist. Okay. Because she's so sweet, but she says some, some, I guess you could say some ignorant shit. Okay. And doesn't mean to. Yeah. So she called, and this is what she said. I have a question. What's another word for cocoon? The nigger. <laughs> it's Kitty the Accidental Racist. You don't mean no harm. Gotta do the elbows. <laughs> Gotta do the elbows. The accidental racist. So yeah, that How was from cute. Yes. So if you couldn't hear that, that was what do you call a cocoon? Yeah. Uh nigger. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's a good a joke. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't wait to tell Anthony. <laughs> oh, it's so great. It'd, it'd be cool to date a black person who's cool with the N-word, because I don't think I could. Like, I would have no problem. You know what's weird? Okay, this is going to sound really racist. I would fuck the shit out of a black chick. Yeah. You fuck a black guy, fuck you. It's different. <laughs> so different. How? Sorry to any black chicks, but it's completely different. I would fuck the shit out of a black chick, but I would not date a black chick. Why? I don't know. I really don't like. There's nothing about them. Like, if I did, it would have to be like one of those like lighter like black chicks, and she'd have to be she'd have to have like a white family. Like, she'd have to be from like a whitish upbringing. Like, she'd have to live in like suburb, like the suburbs, suburb. She'd have to live in like the suburbs, the suburbs, the suburbs. 
or somewhere where it's not like ghetto as fuck. I couldn't date like a ghetto ass black chick. No, I, I completely agree about never dating anybody ghetto. Yeah. Anthony is not. He is very. He's actually only a quarter black. Oh, okay. And his mom is white. So he'll only steal some of your shit. Yeah. <laughs> he only beats me a little. <laughs> he'll only take one tire off your car, not all four. <laughs> that's fine. I'm okay with okay. that. I have a spare. That's nice of him. I like that. But that's why I think he's so comfortable because he doesn't like being black. Really? No, he fucking he, hates so it. So he's like a self-loathing black guy. Yeah, because he gets all the brunt of it. And he's yeah. like, I'm not fucking ghetto. Like, I'm not black. Like, I'm just black. Yeah. But, like, he'll, he's gotten pulled over walking on the street because he fit a profile. And he was walking from his, like, fancy-ass job where he had to wear, like, almost a suit, you yeah. know? And then they still pull him over and they're like, You're you, black. You are black. Let me <laughs> let me search you down. All they're black like, people look the same. <laughs> they're like, somebody around here has been getting robbed and it's you. <laughs> we know it. <laughs> Jeez. That's Poor great. Dude. Uh, I don't know. I I kind of believe in the racism thing and I kind of don't. Like, it's obviously there, but... It's I, extremely there. It's there, but I think that it's being a little bit blown out of proportion with certain things. I have an article in here. I don't know if we're going to go... We won't go over it today because we don't have enough time for that. I don't think we'll go over it another time. But they're trying to say that if white people have dreadlocks, that's racist. No, it's bullshit. Yeah. Like, it's all the... Or that's the, like saying if if black girls have straight hair, that's yeah. racist. No, that that's different. <clears throat> See, they say it's appropriating black culture. But then if a black person does it, then it's just them being, them wanting their hair a certain way. Yeah. But if a white person does it, it's appropriating black culture. It's really, it's a double, it's not that I I don't believe in the racism. It's I don't, I think that they're going to like the wrong measures to combat racism. They're the ones who make it racist. And most, most of the time it's white people. Don't be ghetto and I will be okay with it. Whether you're white or black. Yeah, yeah, or Mexican, exactly. or, or Filipino, or fucking anything. Don't be a piece of shit, low life. Yeah, and I will be okay with you. Exactly. Like there are certain parts of town, I'll fucking lock my. This is the only place I'll lock my car. Most places I don't street? even. I never <laughs> of any town really though. Like there are yeah. certain places I look around. I'm like, yeah, I'm locking my car on this one. Yeah, you know, and it, I don't even know what color the people are there, just because of the way it looks. And if I'm in that part of town. I'm scared of the white people, the black people, the Mexican. I'm scared of every person I see because I can't hold my fucking own. You yeah. know, I'm a fucking pussy. Like, I'll admit it. Yeah. And there's definitely a lot of white ghetto people that I know. Oh, yeah. There's trashy. There's a nigger in every race. Yeah. And I don't like them. Yeah. But. I'm glad. I'm glad we. uh glad we connected on that. That was good. That was beautiful. Be- beautiful moments. <laughs> beautiful moments on Toe the Trigger. <laughs> well. <laughs> how many names do you have? One. Just one? What is it again? Shit and suicide. Shit and suicide. I have. Okay, mine are really bad. This episode didn't have a lot of good, like, quotables. No. Well, there's no talk about sex, so... Yeah. Hey, we did it, though. I mean, there was a little bit. We did a little bit, but it was definitely milder. So congratulations to us. Yeah. (laughs) My first one is collect my Aflac. Uh, second one is sour to the core. Big red yellows. Uh, regular enemas. We're recording, and two enema Courtney. I hate all of those. They're terrible. Yeah, mine's way better. Let's go with shit and suicide. Shit and suicide. Let me let me write that down on mine, and uh, and that's what we'll go with shit and suicide. Yeah, they were bad. Like I said, there weren't very many quotables in this one. Yeah, no, there wasn't. I think it was a nice episode, though. I think it went well. I mean, I I uh, I liked it. I think it. Definitely one of our better ones, because there have been a couple that were a little bit bumpy. You're digging this fucking jam, though. I am. 
Should I, should I boost it up for you? Yeah, just a little. I wish that there was a camera. tired you're tired that's what's going on i had a headache all day i took like a quick power nap at my sister's and now i feel fantastic power nap sounds good i was about mm-hmm. to fall asleep and then i pug some fucking dank ass coffee oh. the machine wasn't broken today good yeah so i was the one that was late you're the one that left me hanging for coffee so whatever i came i popped my head in and asked okay that's true you you were you were kind about it mm-hmm. well i think it's time we end this bitch what do you say i say so all right well thank you for being on the show again of course always appreciate it I do too. And uh, we'll see you on the next one, huh? I hope so. All right. This has been episode 090 of the Toe on the Trigger podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening and subscribing. If you would like to subscribe to the show, you can go to toeonthetrigger.com and hit the subscribe button to receive notifications of every new episode on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or wherever podcasts are available. You can also find the show on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. I would love to to get to know all of you personally. So please don't hesitate to reach out on Facebook, Twitter, and other social media by searching for Toe on the Trigger. If you like what you heard on this show, then you might like some other podcasts, including Afterburn 739, The Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show, Gareth's Random Ramblings, The Bold and Belligerent Podcast, The Brand X Podcast, The Mike Jolich Show, and The Story Behind. Do you have any questions for me or for Courtney or any other of the guests that have been on this show? Well, any comment that you'd like to address, you can send it to take a shot at toeonthetrigger.com or you can go to toeonthetrigger.com and hit the take a shot button. I just ad-libbed that whole part because I fucked it up. I'm so fucking good. You can also make your voice heard by leaving a voicemail at Toe on the Trigger hotline at TOE 546-TOTT That's 863-546-8688 If you like the podcast and you think you might want to spread the good word, please be sure to tell your friends and encourage them to also reach out. For the Courtney 3000, I am Daniel Reppels, and until next time, keep your toe off of that trigger. <laughs>